Hey, Making the Team fans, here's our episode recap for episode 10, Welcome to the Triangle. It's now week seven of training camp, and they start off this episode with media training. So Meredith Land is one of the judges from DCC Auditions, if you remember. She's an evening anchor on their local NBC affiliates. And they're also going to be doing some work in the radio and podcast booth with Scott Paget, who is also a judge. He is the meteorologist. And then also um, someone we've not met before, Nikki Harrison, who is a host on their podcast channel. So we start with Kat and Lisa and Meredith saw, immediately starts talking about the border crisis. So she said that she was going to try to throw them off. And Lisa, we learned that her family comes from Mexico. And so she has a what sounds like a pretty good answer. Then she asked Kat a trick question about Jason Witten being in the booth. And Kat knows that he is coming out of retirement to come back. But she says, he's going to be on the field, baby, which Kelly didn't like so much. And she kind of continues to elaborate that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is going to be on her birthday. And so Kelly thinks that's funny. And so we get Lily and Kristen. And she asks a question about them cutting teams, particularly cutting like palm squads and dance teams and about the whole YouTube movement. And Lily says that, you know, DCC is still relevant. They're timeless. There's a reason that their uniform is still in the Smithsonian. I don't know that that's a great answer, but uh, I suppose she doesn't ramble like Kat does. Kat really rambles when she gets to that question. <laughs> Kelly says she needs polish in preparation and that her just answers are just taking too long and just too much. We see a little clip of Shandy saying that she can throw a mean spiral. We see Kristen teaching them how to sign the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And then we get to Julia. So this clip was on YouTube a couple of days ago. But Julia apparently is a broadcast journalism major, and she wants to use DCC as a resume builder. And that's not a good answer. They don't like it when people are using DCC as a stepping stone to something else. Scott Paget said that if he was cutting people, he would cut her. Lily has a good answer to a question they ask her who she's really looking forward to seeing. She says Randall Cobb because he's close to Tennessee where she's from. I, was, I didn't know Lily was from Tennessee. So cool. I am in Tennessee myself. And that he's also a fellow UK grad. We get Amanda and Julia as a combination. And so this is this is now with Meredith Land before they were with in the podcast. Booth. So this is hilarious. So they ask Amanda about the Dallas Cowboys brand. And she starts off the answer really well. Like she's going to say something profound, but then she goes, and I had the opportunity to take a stadium tour last week and just the artwork and the real flowers. And it's like, is that your answer? And Kelly didn't like it. <laughs> and then we get the Nick Foles question that we saw in the preview from last week with Meredith. And you can see a little bit of deer in headlights look when they say Nick Foles. She goes, Nick Foles? Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. I think he'll do really well. And they, she turns to Victoria, who Meredith is paired with, and she goes, I don't think Nick Foles is coming to Dallas, but I am looking forward to see Larry Allen Jr. in training camp. And 
So, and then she asked Meredith a question about the 2020 election and she just really bombed. She can't really come up with a complete sentence. So it was really not friendly for Meredith and Kat on the media training. They watch back and Kelly shows where Kat really didn't answer Meredith's question. And so Meredith Lynn tries to help her out by kind of breaking it down a little bit more but Kat still has no response. And so Kelly says maybe they need to look up relevant in the dictionary. Kat looks like she's holding in laughter and Kelly kind of scowls. So that's it for media training. So we're at AT&T Stadium again and we're gonna be blocking for the triangle, finally, finally. <clears throat> and so Lily says she thinks Lexi would really kill it at point. Julia says that she thinks Gina would do good. And then somebody from around them, I did not see who says Amy. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. So you can kind of feel the anticipation when they come up, like they know what's coming. And so Judy makes a point of saying for the first triangle, and she calls out Amy for the 50 yard line. So Amy is definitely surprised and excited. She's going to be bookend by Maddie in her spot, her left side where she was last year. And Lexi is gonna be moving up to being on the right side. And then the completes the triangle will be Bridget behind Lexi, Gina behind Amy, and Caroline beside Maddie. So basically they put the rookies all in the back. Like traditionally you see them weaving the rookies in to the triangle. A lot of times there's always some rookies that get spots in front of veterans and so we don't see that here. So I don't know if this is just because they're putting all the rookies in the back until they get down to 36 and then they're gonna re-block it, or if they're really just gonna put all the rookies in the back this year and put all the vets in the front. So we don't get complete clarity of that. So they're walking through it, they get to the second triangle and Judy says Maddie is gonna be at the 50 yard line. So Maddie's really surprised and you can see Amy kind of at the point, I think she went back to that spot just assuming that she would be there again and said they have a second look. So here we have Maddie at point, Lexi and Tess on her side with Gina in Bridget's spot and Amy in her spot from last year right behind Maddie where Gina was when she was point. So I, I've been spoiled about the point situations for several weeks now, but my understanding of it was at the time people kept saying Amy and Maddie were sharing point or they were splitting point. So I was under the impression that game one, Amy's point, game two, Maddie's point, what have you. I did not realize that they were splitting point within the routine. And so it's interesting if you go and kind of look at clips on, on Instagram, Maddie gets the longer portion of being in point. So Judy says that the second point part requires strong and sharp movements and that's something that Maddie is really good at. So it's definitely a bigger chunk in the dance than what Amy gets. Amy gets the beginning, which is kind of the signature lines as she calls it later in the episode or the ripples. So it's, it's interesting. I think it's kind of a neat idea and I wonder if it's something that they will do in the future or if it's something that they're just doing this one season. So this is Amy's fifth year, probably her last year, and Maddie may very well come back another year. So does that mean she gets to be point for the entire triangle? 
next year or will they put somebody like Lexi in front and just kind of share the triangle again? It'll be interesting to see. It's kind of sad in some ways that it has caused people to be like either team Amy or team Maddie. I think, I feel like Amy should be point the whole dance. I feel like Maddie should be point the whole dance. I feel like there's probably more people in Maddie's corner and I'm talking about fans, not cheerleaders. But I think it's cool to to split it. I don't think there's no any need to be in one person's camp or the other, especially the with the way that they did it. It's not game by game. It's just different points in the dance. And if you think about it, like when I was on the dance team in high school, which is no comparison, but you would often change formation so that you wouldn't have the same people always in the front. I mean, there's some people that you're going to have in the front just because they're better, but you wouldn't want to have the same look all the time. So I think it, it's kind of neat. They definitely have a lot of strong dancers and they can pull it off. And I'm happy for Tess to get up really close in that second triangle too. So moving on, we they go through the dance now with their spots. And so Lily and Meredith are having issues. They talk about Lisa not having a great night that she's lost her power there's some confusion in the kick line not everybody goes into the jump split that's veterans included and usually they really get on to them about that but judy's kind of laughing about it so i guess it's not that big of a deal in this instant anyway so we follow amy home and she gets to tell her husband harry that she's point so this is a really cute segment she, she can tell she's really excited about it which i like to see that she was really excited about it and then Kashera calls, which I don't know if this is really just a coincidence or if this was planned. I imagine this was planned. But Kashera calls on FaceTime and she tells her that she's point and Kashera's really excited for her. And then she tells her that Maddie is... Sorry. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> that Maddie is going to be point in the second triangle. And Kishore goes, oh, that's cute. <laughs> and it's just, it's kind of funny because a lot of times, you know, when people say, oh, that's cute. They don't really, that's like their nice way of saying interesting. So, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, it's funny because apparently Kishore is a bridesmaid of Amy and they're really good friends. But yet we remember Kishore picking Caroline out to be her replacement. So I don't know. Caroline was, uh, was, had moved up quite a bit as well so her and Bridget you can definitely see as being potential points in the future and it, right now they're really super strong second years they have a really good second year class somebody asked a question in the Facebook group like what second years do you think came back really strong this year and it's like a lot of them Rachel W Bridget Caroline I think Alana has looked really strong so yeah they've got they've got a lot of potential points in that group for sure so we're back at practice in the studio and they bring in Kat and she, you can tell she's nervous this time coming in. Like she wasn't, she, she thinks that she might be getting cut. They tell her that she's not ready for interviews, that Judy says that she's improved in the studio, but that she lost a lot of that on the field. So they actually watch clips from last night's rehearsal and they, Kat can see herself not smiling and she's like, ooh, oh, okay. And so she gets a little emotional here at the end and she's kept her composure in the office up until now, but you can start to, it's wearing, I mean, it, it starts to wear on everybody at this point in training camp. And so they, they let her go back into rehearsal and you hear this loud reaction when she comes back to rehearsal from the other teammates and Kelly asked Judy, did you hear that? And Judy's like, yeah. And she was like, 
if she didn't have such backing from her teammates, I would, she would be in a different place with her, which is interesting to say. It does matter. I mean, there's no question about it that the locker room presence does matter. I think that's probably keeping both Kat and Lily still in training camp at this point. They bring Lisa in and she goes, oh, a pink chair. And Kelly's like, is this your first time being in the pink chair? And I have to say, this is my first time even realizing that the chair was pink. But they told her that she had very rigid delivery, that she was very controlled from the neck up and there was no plie. And Judy says she lost her spark. And Lisa says that she felt it and that she was frustrated with herself, that she thinks that she was so focused on getting to her spot that she kind of lost it and that she realizes that they're going to be back in the stadium the next night and she wants the opportunity to show them that she can do it. And Kelly says that she believes her. And you can tell Lisa gets a little emotional in the face when Kelly says that she believes her. And she gets very emotional in the locker after it before she goes back to practice. And Kelly looks at Judy and says, why do these always turn into a pep talk? So I don't know what it was supposed to be. I don't think it was supposed to be cut. But anyway, so they're back at the stadium again. So this this particular episode is going back and forth from the studio to the stadium. Very furious. So she starts out practice telling them that Julia was in a car accident. And so she's putting a pin in Julia's spot. She is at the hospital and will not be attending this particular night's rehearsal. And we know Julia's been very strong up until now. I don't think the media training certainly helped her, but I don't think she's really been on their radar. So they're going to have real game day scenarios with the full kick line and then doing some sidelines. And so they bring in Melissa Rycroft as kind of our rotating third judge. And so they start off saying that the routine, like the Thunderstruck routine is three minutes and 50 seconds. So I don't, I don't know why I thought the routine was like over five minutes. When they said that, I was really surprised because I've watched it on YouTube a few times from past seasons and I don't know it just felt so much longer to me but maybe because the clips that are on YouTube often include like the full entrance with the video that comes on before and all that I don't know but three minutes and 51 seconds isn't too bad but again four minutes is a very long time to dance you, most of your dances like if you're on a dance team or a palm squad they usually are less than two minutes or like right at like one minute 50 seconds something like that and a lot of their sideline routines obviously are not nearly as long either so this is a long dance and you get to that kick line at the end I imagine it is very exhausting so they compliment Christina and Victoria Amy and Amanda they talk about Lily making faces that Shayna is getting winded again Kelly's talking about Meredith's smile and I'm just like is that why she's still there because you like her smile I don't get it Cat is making mistakes again. When they get to the kick line, it just looks kind of weak, better than it looked last episode, but Kelly says they're not conditioned. So they have a watch back where they're able to all watch them on the big screen. And so they kind of zoom in on Lily's face at some point and she's not smiling. And Judy's like, this could be a picture. And they just kind of stay there. It's kind of funny. So Kelly compliments, not to her face, but to Melissa and Judy that Jalen has been looking really good after her disappointment from not making show group. And Kat is kind of looking around after the kick line and they tell her that she's got to continue just to look at her hand. And Melissa says that Shayna looks weaker than 
all of the other rookies. And so Shayna has been called into the office once. She hasn't been on their radar super big that we have seen, but we also know that Shayna does not have that many stickers on her picture from a lot of the choreographers. So she's kind of been in the bottom without probably knowing that she's really in the bottom. So I think now that we've really cut the fat off and we're down to the nitty gritty, she's definitely kind of emerged as a real potential cut. So we get to the sidelines, group four, we've got Lily and Meredith as the only rookies in this group and Lily is rushing. In Shayna's group, her footwork is really sloppy and it's very obvious here. Like Melissa says that she looks like she's kind of half marking it. She just looks really tired or out of it. And kind of at the end of the episode, I'll, I'll talk about it more when I get to it. She just seems like she's emotionally kind of spent. And I don't know if this has something to do with her friends dying in the helicopter crash that we heard about last week, or if this is just the toll of training camp, but she's definitely fading. Melissa says Kristen looks really good. And Kristen says that she could count the a number of compliments that she had in training camp last year on one hand and that she's been happy to be getting good feedback this year. Judy does give her a compliment at the end of this routine as well, too, even though she made a little bit of a blunder. So group, I believe it's group two, which is Maddie's group when they come out. It could have been group three, Heather O's group, but they have this blunder when they come out and Again, Kelly and Judy laugh and think it's funny. So it's, it's kind of interesting that sometimes things are funny to them and sometimes things are like life or death. And, but they recover from it really good. And Judy says that was the first group that like really excited her. And they get to group one and Kelly says Kat's entertaining and Kelsey and Amanda are both strong that they actually excite her. And Kat gets a compliment from Judy at the end of the routine. So they have a round table with Melissa and they start off with the video from media training of Julia talking about using the DCC as a platform. And it's funny that when Scott, from his notes, he had hashtag total fail. And Judy says that she wishes she hadn't seen the clip. And I think it has affected her opinion of Julia. Melissa tries to give her the benefit of the doubt, kind of make some kind of excuse. Maybe she was nervous. And then they give Melissa her stickers. And so it comes down to Meredith, Lily, Shayna, and Julia. And she gives her last sticker to Meredith, which we see her put her sticker on there. It's only the third sticker on her picture because she doesn't have any stickers, as I mentioned a couple of episodes ago from last episode from any of the group leaders and almost none of the choreographers. But I can't really disagree with her here. She didn't get to see Julia because Julia was not at practice again, it appears. And Shayna was looking weak. And to me, Lily, Lily has looked weaker too. So, and she's rooting for Meredith, kind of like she rooted for some of the other strugglers that she's been working with in the past, like Breland and, and some of the others. So it's the end of week seven and Denise Desherry is back again to work on this routine. This is like the, <laughs> the longest routine ever. And we don't really get to see a whole lot of footage from that because really this is about bringing girls into the office and making a possible cut. So Julia is sitting out and Cheryl brings her into the office and she immediately just gets emotional. Cheryl asks her if she's okay. And when she comes in the office, Kelly has to give her a hug and she's just like, 
a mess because she, I guess she feels like because she's had the car accident that she's going to have to, that she's going to get cut basically. And she starts saying that she doesn't want them to think that she's a wimp. And Judy just looks so confused here. Like, it's so funny when she's saying that. Kelly's just like, oh, come on. And so they just ask her how she's, how she's doing. They just want to know about her car accident. So she's got a minor concussion. She feels foggy. She's got a headache. And she's going to go see a head specialist on Monday. And they tell her to calm down. And they're just going to put a pin in her spot. And they don't want her to dance. She doesn't need to dance right now that they will evaluate her later. And... Judy says that they do need to talk to her about the media training, but now is not the time. And that they do feel like based on her being emotional in the office, that she does really want to be there regardless of her answer. They think that she does want to be a DCC. So they say it is a cut night. And so they start reviewing some of the video. They talk about Shayna's not filled ready. There's questions about Lily, questions about Meredith, but ultimately they just can't make a decision. So they're going to postpone the cut until they can go back to the stadium once or twice more and get a little bit more clarity. So we get some confessionals here to end the episode. The one that stands out to me is Shayna's because she just seems tired. She talks about having the weekend to kind of re-energize and she's really fading. And I think that she's going to be a victim to a cut here pretty soon because They've only got three cuts to make and they tried to have a team of more than 36 last year and it was a no-go and I don't think this year's going to be any different. They're going to have to cut three people. They really like Meredith. I don't see her going anywhere. So it really leaves Shayna, Kat, Lily as potential cuts. Maybe Julia. Now we see a clip from next episode where Julia is having some maybe late on a kick line. So of course, sitting out practice is, can be problematic. I mean, even back in Melissa's second season, she had mono. And so she was just kind of behind and didn't know some of the routines. They called her in the office and it's kind of like, we know you had mono, but you, we're still, you're still expected to know these routines kind of thing. They don't have a whole lot of sympathy for people when they're injured. So we'll see if, if Julia is able to rebound or not. But again, they've got to cut three people. They got to come from some where and I'm a little spoiled here I'm not completely spoiled but if it were if I didn't know anything and it was just me this week I'd have to say no on Shayna no on Kat and no on Lily probably this is probably the first week that I could see Meredith on the team that she I feel like she's holding her own dance wise so that's all for this week next week we've got cameos so and again they're picking on Lily for her smile we'll see how that goes there's some kind of kick off cook off which looks like a complete waste of time and then they're at the stadium again and somebody passes out I know who it is I won't say anything because you don't want to be spoiled but I will say that whoever does pass out they are okay so that's it for this week and we've got just a few episodes left I believe this episode this this season has 13 episodes so we're down to three episodes left we've got three episodes we've got three cuts so it doesn't look like we're gonna get a cut next week either because they didn't say tonight will be your last night 
So this could drag out to the last week and which is exactly what Kelly said she did not want to do this year, but sometimes it guess it cannot be helped. So thanks for listening. You can find me at DCC podcast on Twitter and until our next podcast, keep kicking.